You are listening to a podcast from Influence Church. We hope it encourages and empowers you to make a difference in your world for the kingdom of God. For any more information, visit our website, influencechurch.co.uk. Enjoy the message. Hey church, welcome to the final Sunday of Vision Month. So great to have you with us, whether you're watching in Richmond, in Barnard Castle, in Penrith, in Bishop Auckland, or in Workington, we're so glad that you are here. And more than being glad that you're here, we're glad and we're excited that you are part of this adventure that we call church. You know, it's one church in five locations. It's our aim, it's our heart as a church to be a reflection of what the Apostle Paul taught to us in 1 Corinthians chapter 12. That we might be many people with many parts in many places, but we belong to one body. It's our heart as a church that we are united in our identity, united in our pursuit of God, and united in our vision to be empowered to make a difference in our world for the kingdom of God. You all know by now that our theme this month is scattered. That everyone, every day, everywhere, we all have opportunities. Each of us have been positioned for a purpose by God, to be His light in our world, to put on display the love of God, to tell of the goodness of God and His grace and His mercy, to be living testimonies of the difference that God has made in our life. It's our final Sunday of Vision Month. And after all that we've heard and all we've received, the question is now, what do we do next? A key verse for us this month has been Acts chapter eight, verse four. It's a small but significant verse that simply tells us, those who had been scattered preached the word wherever they went. For these early disciples, wherever they found themselves, in villages, in towns, in cities, wherever they went, they just couldn't help but tell people about Jesus. Tell of the hope that they had found. Tell of the security that they had found in Christ. They were desperate for other people to hear the good news. This month, in our Scattered series, you've heard messages on scattered saints, scattered seeds, scattered somewhere, and today, is about a scattered sending. Because it's great that you're in church today, but we've been gathered to be empowered to go and make a difference. We've been gathered first to then be sent out to be saints in our world. Some of you remember the old childhood phrase, finders keepers. And if you find something, you own it, and you don't have to share it with anyone. Finders keepers. Back in the 90s, they even made a kids TV show about it. There was this giant house, a massive set. Two teams would trash this house looking for prizes. As soon as you found it, you could keep it. Makes for a great TV show, but it's a terrible way to live your life. Just being consumed with what you can get and what you can gain. But for many people in our world, that's how they live. Our society is filled with people who are consumed with looking after number one. 
But as the people of God, we're called to live our lives in a different way. We're not called to live just for what we can get, but we're called to be part of the story of God, sharing with others what we have found in Christ. That what we receive, what we find, we're called not to keep, but to share. In Matthew chapter nine, we read about an account in the life of Jesus. Whole chapter is filled with miracles from start to finish, transformational moments where people have an encounter with Jesus and go away changed. Starts Matthew chapter nine with Jesus healing a paralyzed man. Then we read about the woman who pushes through the crowd to touch the hem of Jesus' garment. In doing so, receiving that breakthrough healing in her life. Jesus then goes to the house of Jairus, the synagogue ruler, and sees her daughter, sees his daughter raised from the dead. Finishes out with three men who come to Jesus, all blind or mute, and all go away with their miracle, having met with Jesus. Then right at the end of the chapter, we see a few interesting verses. It tells us that as Jesus is traveling around from village to town to city, He's getting overwhelmed with the need that is before him. Everywhere he goes, he sees that there are people who need something from God. In seeing this need around him, Jesus turns and he sits down and he talks with his disciples. And this is what he said. Matthew chapter 9, verse 35. After all these miracles and all this need, Jesus said from verse 35. So as Jesus goes, went throughout all the towns and villages, teaching in their synagogues, proclaiming the good news of the kingdom. He healed every disease and sickness. Then when he saw the crowds, he had compassion on them because they were harassed and helpless like sheep without a shepherd. Then he says to his disciples, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest therefore to send out workers into his harvest field. I'm going to come back to those verses about the harvest in a moment. But let's just jump up the verse a little bit. It tells us that Jesus was moved. He was moved with compassion. That everywhere he went, every time he saw this need in the people around him, he had to do something about it. And it was this overwhelming need that made him stop and talk to his disciples then. And through the words of scripture, he's still talking to us as his disciples now says he was moved with compassion. Now, you and I, we know this word, compassion. And we would probably think of it as a gentle word. That every time you think of a compassionate a person, you think of somebody who is gentle. You think about somebody in the caring profession. You think about pastoral care. We often think about compassion as something that is gentle. But actually, the word used here in scripture is far more powerful than perhaps our modern understanding of it. When you study the word compassion in the Greek language, it was the strongest possible word that they had for what you and I would know as pity. So it says Jesus was moved with compassion. He had such a powerful urgency in him to do something about the need before him. He was so moved to the depth of his being that he had to stop and talk to his disciples. I think Jesus was moved not just because of the need around him, but Jesus was moved because of the limitation that he understood. Not a limitation in his being, in his power, because all things are possible with Christ. But Jesus understood the limitation of time. 
The ministry of Jesus is just three years, from age 30 to 33. Jesus knew that he wouldn't always be around, and he was aware of the growing need of the crowds that surrounded him. So out of compassion, he turns to his disciples to help them catch this vision, to help them see that they can be part of the answer, to help them see that they can help make a difference in the world around them, to help them see that they're not supposed to be bystanders, they're not supposed to be people who just blend in, but they are called to be people to who he wants them to open their eyes, see the world around them, and see the part that they have to play. That's why it says in verse 37, it says he turns to his disciples and said, the harvest is plentiful, but the workers are few. Therefore, ask the Lord of the harvest to send out workers into his fields. I believe that for us today, us here as a church in the north of England in 2022, I believe these are the same words that Jesus would say to us as disciples in our time, in our towns. He would call us to be workers in a harvest field that is plentiful. There is a world around us that is in need. There are people in our towns who are lost and broken. There are people in your community who need to find the saving grace that is only found in Jesus Christ. There are people in your schools, people in your workplaces, people in your housing estates, in supermarkets, in cafes, in wherever it is you find yourself. There are people in your world that are looking for answers. They're looking for a firm foundation for them to build their lives upon. We are surrounded with people in our society who are searching for purpose and for meaning. The harvest is waiting, but where are the workers? When Jesus spoke these words to the disciples, he was trying to get them to see their world with eyes of faith. Not just to walk around, but to look around, to see their world with the need that God sees in their world and to call them to be workers in the harvest field wherever they were. So what does the harvest field look like for you? What are the opportunities that are around you? What in your world do you need to see with fresh eyes, with eyes of faith, with a new vision perspective of how you can make a difference in your world? We have hundreds of people in our church scattered across the nation able to be an influence every single day in wherever it is that God has placed you. We've got soldiers and students, we've got nurses and doctors, accountants, teachers, driving instructors, social workers, engineers, electricians, factory workers, business owners, beauticians, counselors, builders, paramedics, police officers. We've got people in schools, in cafes, in playgroups, in boardrooms, and battlefields. And wherever it is that God has placed you, there is a mission field. There is a world around us that needs to hear the good news of Jesus. The harvest is plentiful, but are we willing to be workers? Today our series comes to an end with a scattered sending because what God has done in us is not meant to stay with us. 
This is not finders keepers. This is finders scatterers. We're called to take what God has entrusted to us and take it into our world. Whatever it is that you find yourself on a daily basis, we are called there as believers to be people who proclaim the good news. This for us is more than a church service. This is a commissioning service. This is about each one of us being commissioned to go and make a difference in our world for the kingdom of God. This is what the word of God says in Romans chapter 10. It says, everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. But how can they call on one that they have not believed in? How can they believe if they have not heard? How can they hear if no one tells them? How can anyone tell them unless they are sent? As it is written, how beautiful are the feet of those who bring the good news. Thank you for listening to this podcast from Influence Church. For any more information, visit our website, influencechurch.co.uk. Influence Church, empowering you to make a difference in your world for the kingdom of God.